Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. All right. Here we are. Uh, uh, already cursing. You. Already cursing on the mic. <laughs> I see you brought your own mug. Salute, my brother. Uh, salute. Mm-hmm. Mm. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Donut Shop Podcast. I am your co-host, one of the hosts with the most. Nick Off Duty, what's going on, guys? What's up, guys? I'm Justin from Davey. I'm gonna... Today we have a very special guest. We usually let our guests introduce themselves. Go right ahead. What do you got? Welcome, Ben. That wasn't very Outstanding. good. Yeah, I'll stand you, yeah. you gotta do a little better. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we've been here talking for like yeah. thirty five minutes. Ben was completely calm. Yeah. The cameras were actually on and then yeah. he's like yeah. and then we say, Yeah, we're on and he goes You had to swallow that thing's like, Ben. <laughs> What's up, man? What's, What's up on? everyone? Ben yeah. here. Yeah. Try and here, you can move this back. That way you don't have to lean forward every go. time. All right, just um, do it again. So if it, if you guys don't feel, no, we're, right, we're, we're rolling. Right, we're rolling. If you guys don't feel this this connection that you have, <laughs> this is actually one of Justin's friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. One, of, one of my friends. I yeah. work with Ben, mm-hmm. um, where I work. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're kind of co-workers. So I'm gonna keep talking about work. Yeah, you're uh, like, I got this guy. I got now this I'm guy dancing ben. around. Yeah, you got me nervous. <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah. I got this guy Ben. I think it'd be good for the show. Yeah. Uh, not only is he law enforcement, but he also has a YouTube channel. We could talk about that. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So it just so happens that you are in a, in a position because um, we have a lot of aspiring police officers that listen to the show. Right. And you're in a position that people might come into contact first in their lives. Uh, you might meet them early on in their lives and have an impact early on in their lives. And that's being a school resource officer. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to talk about that this show. And then we'll also talk about, we got to plug it, because I know, I know you have a mug laying around somewhere that I you do. brought. I do. I brought my own mug. Yeah. <laughs> and plural, we'll bring that plural. out. He brought multiple mugs. Multiple mugs. He's got multiple <laughs> hands, man. <laughs> he's <laughs> double fisting. He's, he's rocking it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll work through uh, some of Ben's illustrious career. Yeah. And then. Uh, which you which you're, heading, you're t- heading towards the end. I am. Heading towards the end. Yep. Yeah. 26 years as a certified police officer in the state of Florida. Nice. Holy and you're going to do another foreign change, right? Foreign change, and then I am done. So 30 years. It'll be 31 total when I walk out the door. So you got a little bit of experience. Just a tad bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, I'm, so, I'm some 38. Of us call him, some of us call him Old Man Ben. Old Man Ben. Yeah. Oh, 51. Man. Old Ben. 51. Look at that. So 51, 26. How, how old were you when you started? 25. You're 25. So did you go to, uh, let's talk about before you were a police officer. Okay. Yeah? So we already got the gist. So how, uh, what did you do before you became a police officer? I uh, went to uh, Cooper City High School. Hey, Cowboys. Cowboys, baby. Bam. Yeah. Pistol Pete. Pistol yeah, Pete. Yep. Papa. That's when they used to have uh, Pistol Pete. Uh, so I wear a shirt that says Cowboys baseball sometimes. And everyone's like, oh, apparently Ohio, uh, there's, a, there's a Cowboys in Ohio, some college. Sooners. Is it Sooners? No, that's Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Sooners. Oklahoma. Yeah. But they're, they are the Cowboys. They are the Cowboys. Yes. It's the Sooners. I'm sorry. So, but they're like, oh, I can't believe you're wearing that shirt. They don't know that it's local thing. 
Cooper City Cowboys. Pistol for, Pete. Yes. And, and that's a funny thing because, you know, logos, especially for like higher end, like the professional sports teams and, and sometimes the college ones, they migrate down to the high schools because yeah. why reinvent the wheel? You know, I, I remember when my high school, Western, one of uh, Cooper City's competitors. Yeah, Wildcats. Uh, same district. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they adopted like the uh, Kansas State Wildcat logo. Yeah. That kind of tribal looking Wildcat. Yeah. And I mean, that was big because before that we just had like, a front view kind of rawr, like basic, yeah. not that exciting Wildcat. And then they went to that one. It's just, you know, a lot of schools pick up those, um, yeah, you so, know, logo styles. So I got a lot of poopy in the comments from wearing that shirt. Uh, just <laughs> want to dispel some people's alarms. Uh, I went to Broward College. Huh? Yeah, so I'm Seahawks. a Seahawks fan. Seahawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, no one represents them. Oh, <laughs> you know, for, for so many years, I had no clue that there was actually like a mascot for, for Broward College, College. Yeah. like that they even had, you know, I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to take away from this episode because we got Ben here. Yeah. All right. But somebody dared me because I, I used to play baseball there, but I hurt my arm when I played there. So I was redshirted. Well, redshirted means you're sidelined medically. Mm-hmm. So. But I had to go to the games every now and then or whatever. So they were like, I dare you to wear the Seahawks costume. If you wear a Seahawks costume <laughs> to the game, you'll get an A in this class. Okay? So you know where this dare was coming from. It was coming from the teacher. So I put on, they have, like, they dusted it off. The big. Oh, so it was actually the school. Giant Seahawks costume. And, yeah. I'm, and I ran out in the middle of the game and, and no one knew I was doing it. I just came in from the back gates yeah, onto yeah. the field and I'm going, ah! <laughs> Stop the game! It was just like like they take off their hat and they're scratching their heads. The game. Did you going. interrupt? You interrupt? I the interrupted game? the game, but he got that A. But I got the A. He got that's the all A. that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just work yeah. hard. See how I tied it into school? Yeah. He's a school resource officer. Yeah, work hard, go. play hard. That's it. So yeah, so that's a fun fact. Going back, so uh, so Cooper City High School. Cooper City High School graduated. College. Graduated. Went on to uh, Flagler College out of St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah. Did you play sports there? I ran cross country. So usually people that go from here up that way, they play some kind of sports. Yep. It's a I, random college. I ran up there on a uh, scholarship yeah. and graduated from there with a uh, bachelor's in business administration. Nice. So you actually ran up there. I did. Ran all, all the way from, from Fort Lauderdale all the way up there. <laughs> three, three, 308 miles. There you go. So, so uh, Flagler College ran cross country, right? Yes, sir. And that, you carried that on until today because you were talking about that you still have some involvement some, some sort of way. I do. Yeah, yeah. I kept uh, running even after college. I was always one of those outdoors uh, persons. I had to, be, had to be running. When I did graduate, I was an assistant coach with a buddy of mine over at St. Thomas, and then that kind of died out because of the police career. And uh, within the last uh, eight, nine years, I guess, I got back into coaching again. I'm now a head coach for a local high school where I coach the cross-country team and the uh, track team. Nice. Any championships? So we do have uh, two district championships from a couple years ago, my boys' team. Mm -hmm. Uh, My girls' team one year was uh, district runner-ups. The cool thing about it was is I actually got to coach my high school daughter when she was there. Wow. She graduated, though, uh, I think 2016. And I'm currently coaching my 15-year-old daughter who's there. Nice. So it kind of flows into the uh, hanging out with the kids, what I do during the day yeah. and what I do in the afternoons. So when you won states, don't you get a ring? No, no ring. Toe ring. I, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, state, it wasn't yeah. a state championship. District championship. District championship. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So cross country to let's to people that might not know, uh, there's a difference between 
track, running around the track. Correct. Right? So just explain real quick so the difference. Cross country is a 5K course, 3.1 mm-hmm. miles. And both the boys and the girls run the same amount now. When I was in high school, it was different. The boys ran three miles and the girls ran two. But I think it just got to be the point where they were tired of having to set up two courses. Yeah. And, you know, all the equal stuff for, you know, women. So they, they did it. Is it, all, is it all pavement? No. 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 So it's in parks, golf oh. courses, trails, okay. some hills. So is there... Not is, many here in South Florida. No. Yeah. But is there obstacles, or is it just like no obstacles? Flat, no, it's, not, yeah, it's not like uh, uh, what is that? Olympic? Mud runs, so, yeah, mud runs or something, or no. yeah, you know, um, steeplechase, steeplechase, yes. Yeah. Okay, know. but no, but I just are you talking about the with the, the horse, the people that jump over the little bars and stuff? Yeah, like but there's no, but, no but there's like an event where they do like a track in the Olympics called the steeplechase, and you have to do different jump styles and jump through, jump over just like rivers or like ponds kind of thing. Well, that's what I figured. Maybe there's like a little shallow river that they got to run through sometimes or no no i mean they they do get wet yeah there's some mud out there yeah but the horse thing jumping over that would be my daughter savannah yeah, uh, yeah my daughter does that oh, okay well there you She's go giving shout out so yeah. so going back how do you how do you coach like uh what do you got to do breathing breathing yeah. techniques hey run no the thing is that there's a science behind running and i have a lot of recruits that come through the academy okay this is for the people listening that are like, oh, I want to get in shape and I want to run because in the academy you have to run a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a science behind running. It's not just, you know, uh, uh, form. Breathing is huge, right? Breathing is huge, huge. yes. I, I tell them, and tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I try to get into a rhythm because I ran a lot in baseball. If you're not pitching, you are running. So I, I get into a rhythm where I do two giant, like, <laughs> so I'm sniff, sniff, blow. Sniff, <laughs> sniff, blow. Kind of like Lamaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sniff, still like, and I'm able to keep that rhythm and run and run and run and run. No, it's Am I r- right or wrong. Breathing is huge. I actually had a girl that was on my team that I coached that used used to breathe only through her nose, and when I finally convinced her to open her mouth and take in that good air into her mouth into yeah. her lungs, improved her time tremendously. Well, I always thought it was better to breathe through your nose. No, like. You got to get as much. And it made you so you, are you all mouth or, or how you how do you, you got to have that mouth open when you're running? Unless you're running through a big old uh, bunch of gnats and bugs and stuff, and yeah, on one true. of those training courses, or you don't you don't want to be uh, breathing only through your nose. You want as much oxygen getting in there as you can. So, so no nose. Well, I'm not saying no nose. Yeah. Nose and mouth. Nose and mouth. But, but it, don't just be running like this with only your nose. You yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> huh. No, huh. because. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but having a rhythm and being able to have a cadence when you're running uh, helps you go longer. Because that <laughs> I heard people like, <gasps> and they they yeah, like, eventually they either get cramps or whatever. And the idea is to get the oxygen right. Yeah. So the yes. control is probably better. Control breathing. Yeah. Like, so like what you're saying, and then I always found like say in the academy. Uh, running like especially in groups I could almost run longer if we were doing cadences mm-hmm. you know military style because you're you're singing you're saying stuff and whenever yeah. we would do like testing in the academy for running um, you know I was always trying to talk and, and say things to like get my breathing going and, and, and you know yelling or talking to other people as we're running and stuff just because if, if, if I just shut down then I'm probably just like taking little baby breaths and then i'm gonna tire myself yeah. out faster and there's a lot of truth to what he's saying because running's mental yes it's all mental yeah and but when you're in that academy and you're training with 
30 other recruits that you guys are all trying to be motivated. You're all trying to get to the end, yeah. graduate that academy. That's what you want. Yeah. But when you're running a race, you don't want to be exerting that extra energy by singing or making noises or, you know, oh. calling cadence and stuff like that. You want to finish that race ahead of everybody else. Yeah. What about talking trash? Do the, do the yeah. cross-country kids talk trash to each other while they're running? I got some of these high school boys. They, they like to talk some smack. They do. Hey, watch out for that rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Nice shoes, Slowpoke. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what, though? Uh, that is... <laughs> it dropped your pocket. <laughs> but that messes up the other person's concentration and might slow them down a yeah. little bit. You know, yeah. I can't believe this guy said that to me. Yeah, I, uh, how dare he? This is running. We're very dignified. No, but uh, absolutely true about the cadence thing. Uh, you find I found as though you can I can run forever with some kind of cadence. Do, do you ever? What's what do you recommend checking out like mentally when you're when you're doing like that's why when I used to run. I used to, after the academy, whenever I decided to run it, I'd go, it's like a, almost like a relaxation. Where if I had like a stressful day, I just, I'm going to go running. And then I check out mentally mm -hmm. and I'm just doing the run. You're not like looking at everything as you're running. Like yeah. what, 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 what for, for me, that's, that's it for me. I mean, it's, you get that runner's high. I'm yeah. sure you've heard that before. And yeah. I do it. I get about uh, three quarters of a mile in to the first mile. Yeah, and, and with these kids, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, we got we train them that you got to work through it, mm -hmm. got to work through the pain, and there's ultimately that goal at the end, especially when they know they're working for, you know, some sort of district championship like we had to yeah. go on to regionals, even go to the state meet. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, but that's, that's interesting because I know that it existed. I'm just like, but how do you – I guess you just run. Is there, how do you get better at your times? Like how, would you, how can I improve my time? Well, you gotta you gotta add some distance to what you're doing, yeah. and then you gotta throw some speed and some strength training in there. So, what's some of that training consist of? Well, right now, before this last race, my boys just ran, my yeah. girls just ran their last race uh, yesterday. We were upwards running uh, eight miles a day. So, and, and then we were doing some speed training where we're doing mile repeats or half mile repeats and things like that. Fastest mile I ever ran, five forty seven. Is that good? That's good. Yeah, I think I got you beat though. No, I, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you do. Five forty-seven. That's that's very respectable. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that was in uh, fre uh, freshman year in college, um, and I learned uh, we did on the track. I would sprint the the straightaway, sprint, and then like like do the the turn, Little. and then sprint, turn, sprint, turn. But the the turn was a a good stride. But I would turn it up, and I got 547. That was the highest. Now, if you would have leaned into it on the turn yeah. and kept it going, you could have probably been in the 530s. Really? Yeah. Look at, see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? That's some good stuff right there. Yeah. So, and, that's, and that's why you got a coach that, you know, you always got to have a coach to kind of give you that extra set of eyes yeah. and look at things and then come from experience. We need a coach for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Rogan's available. <laughs> so, he, he likes to teach. So you did some running. I did. Yeah. Um, any foot chases in uh, in police work? Oh yeah, and you were able to to get them. Yes, and you weren't even out of breath. No, no, no. The, I I remember one distinctly that I was chasing somebody, and a guy kept looking back and couldn't understand why I was still there. And I yeah. yelled up to him, "I'll chase you to Key West and back. Let's go!" <laughs> and he finally just stopped. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he knew he was done. Sprints, they're good. Sprints, yeah. like, when people run from you because their adrenaline's kicking and the sprints going. I learned to keep pace, and I just keep pace, and I'm, it's advice, and I'm advising, and I see them yeah. advising with a good stride, and they keep looking back, like you said, and you're yeah. like, no, no, you're good, man. I'm waiting for them to get here. 
Like he's running towards the the supermarket. You know, he's in the parking lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. foot, foot chases are fun. Yeah, but, and that's and that's one of the other things is is they're running for like a, a scarier purpose because mm-hmm. they know most likely they've committed a crime, so yeah. they're afraid of getting caught and stuff like that. Yeah. So they get there's a different physiological response than what the officers getting. You know, hopefully, if the officers uh, in good shape and stuff. Rule, rule of thumb: uh, foot pursuits. If they run through a neighborhood where people hang out outside and and they witness. The chase? Well, if you catch them, you better walk them through the same way they run so they know, hey, that guy can run. <laughs> like, they go, yeah. damn, the officer caught him, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The walk of shame. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Walking back. You need a marked unit? No, no, no I'm no. good. I'm going <laughs> to walk back this yeah, way. Going all the way back. Yeah, yeah, you see what happens when you run? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? So that's just, and if you don't catch them, then you run, then you walk back to your car another route. No, you have your buddy, you have your buddy <laughs> yeah, yeah. pick you up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, meet me over here. Pick me up. Take me back to my car. Yeah. <laughs> Walk a shame. You go back yeah. another route. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool, though, that, that running is a is, um, big thing in police work, too, because you don't want to overexert yourself, get there, and now you're in a fight. That's a big thing we teach, too. Yeah. You run, you get there, and now you're out of breath. Oh, by the way, this guy wants to fight. He's not going out. Got to be able to hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that helped you out tremendously. Big, yeah. Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the time. Let's take a quick break. But when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about your career, what you did and stuff, and then get start into getting into what you do now. Yeah, school resource. We got a lot of questions about that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Are you hungry? If you are, head over to Big Slick's Deli, home of the famous Rugama Cookies. Big Slick's Deli is located at 15455 West Dixie Highway in North Miami Beach. If you want delivery, they use Uber Eats and Grubhub. And officers, they've got you taken care of. And we're back. How about that break? That was a good break. How about that commercial? It was a good one, right? Nice. I just want to mention real quick, because people are probably looking at my shot saying, hey, this guy's beard looks a little weird. He had a weird beard. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I kind of messed up my mustache and everything. I kind of look like a... <laughs> I went... Uh, what's the, the dad's name in Adam's family? Uh, Gomez. Gomez, yeah. I I went uh, with the Gomez uh, mustache. I did. uh, Mamushka. I was Gomez for for Halloween a couple years ago, and I did not have my own mustache because I can't grow one. (laughs) What is it? Mamushka. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do the mamushka, and then he swallows the swords. Yeah. Can't do it. Maybe this pocket knife, but not a sword. All right. I just want to touch on that. People, just, <laughs> people thought, people were like, well, this guy looks a little different. That's all right. All right. It has been another week. Has been another week. So uh, before we start getting into the SRO thing, I just want to tie in the rest of, because I know we got off track. Eh? Mm-hmm. Eh? Off you track. see what I did that? Oh, look at that, man. Uh, uh, we got off track. Um, but let's talk about. Leading up to becoming a police officer, any odd jobs or what did you do after you got out of college? I was a uh, lifeguard. Yeah. Working uh, for a city park and uh, it was good stuff. Yeah. But I knew I uh, knew I wanted that career in law enforcement. Buddy of mine, lifeguard too. Shout out to Matt Williams. He was a lifeguard prior to and then he became a law enforcement officer as well. I guess it's just that service, man. Trying to, trying to do the right thing, help people out, save them. Helping that community. Yeah. So then you... Um, and it's fun, funny that you say business, business administration, right? Correct. No criminal justice. No criminal justice. Did you have any thought about going into law enforcement back then? 
When I was in college, yes, because yeah. my buddy was working for an agency in Broward. Yeah. And uh, when I came home for my spring break and winter breaks, they had a ride-along program, and oh. I used to ride with him. You got hooked. And he was also a coach, and he was also into those foot chases. So oh. when I saw what he was doing, I knew that that was what I wanted to do. I wasn't the type of person to sit behind a desk as like an accountant. No, yeah. no, no offense to accountants. No offense. But just didn't want to have a secretary bringing me cups of coffee. I knew I needed to be doing something fun. My wife is an accountant. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, but she's good. She loves her job. Good. She loves numbers. And we love and that order. she loves her job. Yeah. She's our bookkeeper, too. <laughs> so Again, uh, like I said, no shot at accountants. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so no criminal justice, because that's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, do I go to school for criminal? They don't usually sound like that, but I just make yeah. that voice. Ah, do I go to school for criminal justice? Nobody really sounds no. like that. I'm just my voice when I hear it in my head. And no, you don't need that. Business, don't. business administration is actually good to go up in the ranks, no? Correct. Yeah. So that's a good thing to, to carry on if you and, want to. And then you can, you know, it diversifies, you know, because you get, you get, I mean, heck, with some police academies, you can actually get uh, credits towards, depending on where you're going to school, you can get credits towards a criminal justice degree yes. for attending the police academy, depending on where you go to the police academy. Yeah. So if you don't have a degree and you get into the police academy, you start your career, you might be able to utilize those. Um, but if you were somebody like me who already had a criminal justice degree, those credits aren't going to go towards anything specifically yeah. to benefit me other than I'm getting my job. That's interesting that you know people don't know that, that you go through the academy, you can earn credit yeah. for a criminal justice degree. So I might even have a master's without even knowing. Yeah. I gotta go check out that. By this time, hey, you're actually a professor. I might, I might call me technically doctor. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, Doc, Dr. Nick. That's it. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. Dr. Nick is a Simpsons character. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, I don't even remember where I was going. Oh, yeah, diversifying yes. your actual uh, education is helpful. But nothing against people like me that have criminal justice degrees. I went, I went to school for criminal justice. It was fun. It was hey, fun. I tell you, uh, easiest math. To get by. I think yeah. I had liberal arts math. 100%. 100%, buddy. That's exactly why. Uh, I... we, we have three mugs, and if you take away one mug, how many do we have? I was like, yeah. ah, that's easy. That's two. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Here's, your, yeah. here's your A. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, that, that was uh, definitely one of my things, because in high school, I was not a math student. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't good at math either. Uh, algebra? Why are we mm. having the letters? This is math. Yeah. These numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? What yeah. is that about? Yeah, you haven't done FOIL in a while. What's FOIL? First, outer, inner, last. Oh. Remember that from algebra? No. I do not. No. <laughs> I just remember whatever the other one is, is please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. What's the other one that's the Mars, Earth, uh, it's a mother, uh, I don't know, whatever. Holy moly. It's, if you have any idea. solar where, system. If you don't remember that one. The solar system in, an, in a thing. Yeah. Whatever. If you have well, any idea what we're talking about, you can comment. Down below. I do remember how. the FOIL one because we were just talking about it when I was at school the other day. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about some of the things that we took in school for classes. And we really said, are these kids using FOIL today? I still have no clue what FOIL what, what, is. It might that be. Was, uh, that was the algebra thing, thing where you when you get to the parentheses, the first, the outer, the inner, and the last. Oh, okay. Uh, there was an acronym, but yeah, they changed was, it for, from FOIL. That was the one. Ours was probably, please, please excuse, excuse my dear and Sally. So okay, so remember, I am exponents. 51. That's right. Yeah. There was no Running five miles a day, but yeah. I am 51. There was no that's calculators. How you, that's how you do it with an abacus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
the, he had his online with for those who are listening I made a typewriter joke yes uh, listening they can't they, I try to make sound effects that's for right them. We, this is a podcast where the hell are we yeah, so, so <laughs> we're, we're, we're going through Ben's uh, right, education I got you and then, and I'm see. back sorry I know you're, the, you're supposed to be leading but you're uh, you did your degree then degree. what did you do lifeguard lifeguard and now police police Straight to police? Service aid first for a year and a half. What is a service aid? Service aid is a civilian employee who some work inside the police department, some work outside the police department handling uh, accidents and non-in-progress calls. Okay. Accidents, delayed thefts, you know, unfortunately, grandma goes to Publix, gets the purse stolen from her shopping cart. They handle those type of calls. Uh, And and, uh, non-violent? Too, like nonviolent, non has to be nonviolent, right? Correct, and not in progress, not in progress. No arrest can be made. I believe they write misdemeanor tickets yes. for accidents, traffic infractions. Yes, I'm talking yeah. about physical, no physical. Yeah. No, no, they don't carry handcuffs. Yeah, they do. Um, they do get trained. We we because we had a uh, class come through, and they go through the same academy as the um, the police recruits. However, there's their academy's shorter and it's tailored because they don't need to know. Um, the extent of defensive tactics, handcuffing, and all that stuff. They do get some defensive tactics, though. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, they do get, and because they, they carry um, uh, pepper spray. Oh, okay. Uh, OC. And they have to go through OC. Oh, wow. They have to get, because you have, in order to carry, you have to get exposed. Right. Yeah. So, and, and which I'm still in the debate. I'm like, why don't we get shot? We carry a gun. We should get at least in a fleshy part <laughs> of our body, you know? Yeah. Shoot me in my butt cheek. <laughs> me- okay. In the meaty part. <laughs> That's um, a joke. In the meaty part. Yeah, That's a joke. Know, man, yeah. What? Well, anyways, so they have to go through. So, were you? Did you carry any weapons on your belt? I carried a knife. Carried a knife, but that was unregulated in your sock. Orale. No, it was actually on my belt. Oh, okay. I never knew if I had to cut somebody out of a seatbelt for uh, an accident scene or something like that. So I had it. I like the way you use it as a tool, not as a weapon. Exactly. I like that. Uh, yeah. and, and it was. It was like that's a knife. Well, that's a knife. Yeah. Was it one of those uh, crocodile Dundee knives? No, no, no. Little donut. No, it was. It was bigger than that donut shop uh, pocket knife. There. It's not the size of the knife. It's the sharpness of the blade, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so you. So now, uh, did you find it easier? Because again, a lot of aspiring police officers. Did you find it easier to become a police officer? Kind of like the agency gets to know you, what you're about, your work ethic. Man, this guy's a worker good dude starting to get to know people now you go through the process and the background check is like we we kind of know already who ben is mm-hmm. is that something that, am i right there Help absolutely correct yeah because when i got hired as a service aide the chief told me if you work for us as a service aide for a year or so we'll put you in the academy as long as you know you do good so they got to see what i did yeah. and literally within a year and a half i was in the academy and um, that's true to this day. There's many agencies out there that oh, will, yeah. will take service aids. I know, uh, shout out to Doral. Doral does that. And it's a requirement that you have to mm. be a service aid for, Interesting. Uh, prior to becoming a police officer. No. I'm, I'm not sure the extent of the time, but I know you have to be a PSA mm-hmm. uh, as an acronym for the police. I was actually aid. glad I did it because yeah. it made it so much easier. FTO was easier. I knew the city. I knew the radio. Yeah. I knew the other officers because they had came in, maybe saw me working the front desk or saw me on the, on the road. So I knew who I was working with, and it, yeah. it worked out a lot better. Yeah, I mean, especially in our agency, they, they handle a lot of 
uh, report writing, which do. in your field training as an <clears throat> officer, the report writing is a lot of times where the deficiency, where some of the deficiencies yeah. lie. So if that part can be knocked out, it's better, easier for the trainer to focus on making sure everything else is, is tightened up. And so you definitely get some of the best uh, I, officers out of that report writing wise. And not sure. only that, you have a leg up in the academy. I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a class one time that had, I want to say seven or eight PSAs because they went through this agency and we had a couple that were with our agency that were PSAs that made the transition over. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they had a leg up when it came to all that because essentially you go through the same curriculum but just tailored so it's you see it in your mind. The yeah. law and all that stuff is a, is a little bit more in depth but however, most of the stuff is like, oh yeah, I remember this. And uh, fun fact, I, I taught... Uh, I no longer teach it, but I taught uh, vehicle uh, uh, accident uh, investigation, traffic crash investigation. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. th- one of the reasons why I don't teach anymore. No. <laughs> so th- you they, obviously pushed it out of your brain. Yeah, no, but they, uh, I'm like, because I've been off the streets for five years. I've, I'm familiar with everything, but they, they've got out literally into the academy and they've done thousands. I said, I did it. I said, how many have you done? How many? So it was like thousands between the eight of them of traffic crash. So I kind of had them chime in a lot. I'm mm-hmm. like, so, yeah, because they knew it. They were doing it. So Yeah, yeah. Refresh me a little bit as I'm teaching you. And I, I know it. Yeah. I know well, you're going to – and I have never had a failure. And everyone passes with high scores. I don't know if it's an easy test or <laughs> – but yeah. it's uh, – they were just like – they were practicing it. And I'm a big uh, – what's it called? Uh, proponent. Proponent of – um, if you have life – like they come in with life experience. You're coming in with life experience. You're not – uh, a booger-nosed little kid that doesn't know anything. And, um, you know stuff, and I give that to them. Because back in the day, I, maybe when we went through, right? Mm-hmm. Rookie. You know, you're yeah. going to learn the way that the world is now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. well, forget everything I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Show me your ways. You know, now I'm, I'm more like, tell me about yourself. What do you know? And I, I boop, 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 and then comes in. But anyways, yeah. you got a leg up is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I was getting long-winded. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Justin was kicking me under the table. Yeah, yeah. So uh, getting long-winded there. So, so now you got a leg up, PSA, police officer. Yes. How, uh, so we already went over how many years? How many years in patrol? I did seven years in patrol, and then I did four years in narcotics. Wow. About a year or so in a uh, traffic unit. I was driving a ghost car for a little while. Nice. And then went back to the road and then got into the SRO gig. What's a ghost car? It's a uh, car that's got the. It still says the uh, department's the name on the side of it, but it's hard to see. Yeah. And I was in a Charger. Ah, and uh, yeah. and I believe we did a police cars about a very similar Charger. It might have been this. Not the. It wasn't that year. No, yeah, it wasn't that Charger. Yeah, but uh, but we did a. Uh, so in essence, it's in. Uh, if the car's black, it's in like a shade lighter of writing. Yeah. You know? No, no, yeah. it's dark gray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it says police. And some people had, there was some pushback on that. That's not fair. <laughs> you, you can't be in that. You can't be in a car like that. And I don't know if they talk like that, but in my mind, that's the way I read it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go back to, you said you were in narcotics. Go back to narcotics and, and how was that? You yeah, know, four I mean, years. Four narcotics years. was fun. It was interesting. Uh, learned a lot. Uh, back in the day when I was doing it, I was in 2001 to 2005, yeah. and big time for uh, MDMA. Ecstasy was big back then, Ecstasy, yeah. and uh, we used to do a lot of uh, control buys of 
what they used to call a, a tank of ecstasy was like a thousand pills. Nice. But um, we had we had some good times in there. Was that at parties and stuff? Did you have to go undercover in parties? Um, we had some guys that did that. I did some undercover work myself. Yeah. Uh, remember going into a house and buying some crack cocaine from somebody. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, it was. You don't really look like a crackhead. <laughs> uh, back then, I was a lot skinnier, you Ooh, know, yeah. mar- marriage life, you know, the wife cooks for you, you know, you put on yeah. a few pounds, but uh, yeah, I, d- I did pretty good back then. Uh, so you filled out. Yes. <laughs> so you, you, uh, did you get into the role? Did you do the, did you like, did you do antics or you just were straight up like, hey, I want, what was, I'm a, I'm a drug dealer, but I, I'm a, what's up? What do you need? Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> uh, it was. You're a cop. Yeah. Yep. Definitely yeah. A cop. Yeah. You're a cop. Listen to him. Listen yeah. He's yeah. No, uh, a lot of it was set up through CIs, okay. through our confidential informants. Yeah. You know, I bought uh, some pills from a girl in a uh, parking lot of Walgreens. She went in. She had a prescription. She went in to uh, get her pills, and when she went in, there was no power in Walgreens. So we had to trip down to the next uh, Walgreens. It was like two miles up the road. Well, they were out. <laughs> so we went back to the original Walgreens because the par- their power came back on, and they were able to do the prescription, and she walked out in the parking lot, sold them to me, and took her into custody and that's not ecstasy by the way no that was what kind of prescription is that yeah Yeah. (laughs) walgreens yeah doctor i'm not feeling good well now you're gonna feel real good take some of these (laughs) (laughs) so so uh because because to go back around that time uh the pill mills yeah, that was big, right? Big. Pain, pain clinics. And pain stuff, clinics, yeah. uh, Roxy's and the Roxy's, the Oxy's. And that's what it was. That's what I was buying from her. She had a prescription for it. And, you know, of course, when my uh, wife saw the video, she's like, you're so mean to her. I was like, well, I wasn't going to tell her I was a cop. You know, yeah. I wasn't going to be nice to her. You got to, you know, yeah. got to play the role. And, and that people don't understand the, the South Florida area, uh, especially Broward, uh, that was a big area. People would come mm-hmm. from all over to buy that. The Midwest. They came down from Kentucky, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you used to run into some of these people and you were making some arrests, where are you from? Oh, Kentucky, Ohio. And it was like Illinois. And they couldn't get it there, but yeah. they could get it here. Yeah. And so th- a lot of the pain, pain clinics opened yes. up. And it was cash cow, man. Big cash time. Cow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was insane. There was... There was one right, one that was right next to a sub shop that we used to always go, or we still always go to, and uh, he had great tint on his front windows. So you could just sit in there, and these cars would pull up, yeah. even if there was police cars in the parking lot. They just pull up because they had a script and they were just doing it legit, you know, that they felt. But you know, they just pull up and they've got Kentucky plates and stuff, and then you just work it from there. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, it was legal. Like you, hey, you had a doctor's prescription. Mm-hmm. This was a place that was certified to, to deal this stuff, or I, I say deal, but they prescribed this. Mm-hmm. It was legal. Yeah, and most of the places were, you know, doing logs for the DEA because when you have those scheduled drugs, those high level drugs like Oxy, yeah. there's a DEA ledger that they have to do that they have to give to the the DEA all the time, you know, mm-hmm. whatever certain amount of time. And but then there was then then uh, they started cracking down and got harder with the uh, restrictions and everything. And then the de- uh, the de- I mean, you tell me, you you were the narc guy back then. You dealt with that. Yeah, it it started it started drying up. Yeah. So what like what what changed that made it uh, like what changes were made you able to make these arrests and affect these arrests? Was it the fact that they were getting prescribed and then right there in the parking lot like yeah, it's this much money? Well, they were also up in the uh, sentencing phases for the uh, trafficking in these pills. And, yeah. I mean, if somebody had 40 pills, I'm talking 40 oxys yeah. and the weight hit, 
you were uh, getting 25-year minimum mandatory. Wow. So I think also some of these people from Kentucky and Ohio, even though some of them weren't even take, getting these pills to, for themselves, yeah. they were getting, going right back to Kentucky and Ohio and selling them for 40 to $50 a pill yeah. and making some serious you know, money off that. But I think they finally realized, I'm not going to take that chance for 25-year minimum mandatory. So would they get charged even if they, it was their prescription? Yeah, because they were turning around and selling it right to us. Oh, oh there, there is yeah. what I'm saying. But, but if they got that the prescription and drove right back up to Kentucky, yeah. they're good. They're but good. when they're trying to sell it to somebody in a parking lot or yeah. sell it to a CI, that's where it uh Well, they're not wrong. good, but they're good for that jurisdiction. Yeah. Then they go up there and then they broke the law. Yeah. And they might have got caught up there. Yeah, that's true. Or but, they got caught somewhere on the turnpike on the way north with way more pills than what a person would normally possess yeah i guess more than a prescription amount yeah. right yeah. well anywho you yep. got tired of it or you just were like i need some change or what happened my uh my second daughter was born yeah and um came out of the unit because you know listen family family uh means a lot yeah. especially in this type of uh, work and so we needed to make a change for uh taking care of the little one and things like that and those type of units pull a lot of time from the officers because you know similar to what you see on the tv show it's all times it's mornings afternoons nighttime it's hey we got something on the phone can you get here in 20 minutes okay on my way or you're sitting there watching a target for a while so it's it's not necessarily conducive to excellent family life and also with that with our unit there was when you were given your letter to go in that unit you'd said in there that after three years, you could be pulled out of the unit. I think they wanted to do some rotations. Yeah. And I kind of knew my time was coming. And so it just all happened at a good time. And my daughter was born. And then it went went I mean, good from there. There's only so many buys you can make before you be like, ah, yeah. I know you. <laughs> I know yeah. you. Yeah. That's why we use a lot of CIs, though. Yeah. You know? You're starting <laughs> to fill out. Did you yeah. get married? Yeah. <laughs> I know that crackhead. Yeah, right? <laughs> The, uh, the, and then that's one of the reasons not only do you change out um, policemen or women, uh, you change out cars. Did you guys have rentals or did you guys have uh, lease vehicles? Yeah, had lease vehicles. Yep. Yeah. So we had uh, we well, they're so like rentals. People have rentals. Yeah. It's easier. You get a, a, um, a contract with a rental car company. And then after a certain amount of time, you switch it out. Yep. I found throughout my career, I noticed that um, the opposite end, the other team, the bad guys, per se, they caught on to that, and now they were like, well, we're going to do what they're doing, exactly. and now the rental game is big. It used to be old Nissans, old uh, uh, Toyotas, easy to steal. We're going to steal that, and we're going to do our business. Now it's, we don't need to steal anything. We're just going to rent, rent this under a... Uh, some person. Yeah. Like a, some person we know's name. Yeah, somebody th- three steps away is going to rent the car. We're going to pay them to use that rental, and then we're going to... So, we're on to you, bad guys. SUVs. And gals. Yeah, because then, then we get on the road, we would get the calls from the rental agency saying, this person's not turning in their car. Yeah. And so then you go talk stolen. to the, Stolen got, vehicle yeah, report. Yeah. Yeah. You go talk to the, the rentee, the yeah. person they rented it, and they're like, I don't know, my cousin's cousin's friend yeah. borrowed it, and they just needed me because I had good credit. And it's like, well, they're messing with your credit, and now you're listed as a suspect in a stolen vehicle for yeah. not turning in your – it's – it's a mess. Yeah, it's uh, but uh, you could. It's good like that though. In a way, you're able to track it down. Yeah. So we're on to you again, like I said. <laughs> yeah. um, so four years narc, 
Four uh, years narcotics. Three or four? Four. Four years narc. Uh, good. Good to go. You suggest it for people to, to mix it up in their career? It was definitely, it was a good time. You learned a lot. Yeah. You know, I was, I was actually writing search warrants. I'd go to judges' houses and uh, knock on the door, get welcomed in. He'd sign the search warrant. We'd leave and go hit a house. Nice. So, I mean, you get to see where the judges live. <laughs> They're living good. They're yeah. living good. Uh, got some heat recently, and I want to bring this up in the comment section about uh, marijuana, marijuana. So I was like, well, you know, it's not the, and I just want to put this out there. You don't have to comment on it. It's not the officers. The officers are, well, we get the paperwork that says this is the law. Well, we're law enforcement, so we have to enforce the laws. These laws. Mm-hmm. So um, they were have, they had gripes or something because I think with uh, McCrink's episode we talked about uh, you know the big the disqual not disqualifier but where people lie on polygraphs is usually drugs and usually some kind of marijuana is involved. So somebody got into the comments and they were they were flipping out about uh, you know mm. I called it uh, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the marahuni. You know what I mean? So the sticky iggy iggy. So they were like, oh, we, uh, oh, you joke about it. Long story short, uh, yeah, cops do have sense of humors. We're, we're human. And uh, if you don't like the laws, go to the legislators uh, Instagram and go on their comments. Yeah. <laughs> we, the we just enforce them. We just enforce them. Yeah, we just get our, get our marching orders. So you went into SRO. Yeah. We will what, probably what? jump into a break. Yeah. And then we can just crush the SRO stuff in the third in the third segment so sro uh, a lot of people have questions sro is stands for school resource officer yeah rewarding people might think uh school resource officer oh what are you some kind of security guard you know what i mean no that's a that's a rewarding uh, extremely rewarding yeah and we're going to talk about that after the questions Mm -hmm. and then we want to plug your youtube channel that's right. Nice. Look at the see that smile. Nice, yeah. He's, he got the, the Joker smile. On he's wise <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. What's up, Podcast Land? It's Justin here. Thank you very much for streaming and listening to these podcasts over on all the podcast apps. We really appreciate it. For those of you that may be listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can go out to the front of it and throw some stars up for the donut shop, and uh, maybe even write a review. We appreciate it. Uh, we love doing this, and we're going to have a lot more great shows coming up for you in the future. Now, back to the podcast. Justin, I don't know if you noticed the red lights, but it's time to wipe that smile off your face and turn your hat backwards like over the top Sylvester Stallone. Here we go. <laughs> it's interview and interrogation. Gation, gation time. Justin still hasn't had sound effects, so I have to do my own. I'm, gonna, I'm working on it. Yeah, he's working <laughs> on it. So uh, this is the por- uh, part where I pulled the audience, okay. told them you were coming what right. position uh, that you are currently assigned to, and they had some questions about a school resource officer. Thank God for them, because we have talked about nothing to do with <laughs> school resource officers. So we're going to get into it here, and then we're going to uh, keep it on, keep it on, or keep on, keep it on. Here we go. So I'll take the first one. You go got You got the, the other ones? I got them. All right, so I'll take the first one. This one's by at meep meep one. M-E-E-P underscore M-E-E-P-1. So, meep, meep. <laughs> Who does it? Uh, the Roadrunner. 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 All right. Uh, so, maybe they're a runner. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There we go. Are school cops real cops? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So you have the same authority to affect an arrest. You're still sworn officer, carry a gun, drive a marked unit. Yes. Wear your vest. Wear your vest, your body camera. Can state of Florida certified. Boom. And you're not uh, in another agency. You're not working for the school board. Can you elaborate on that position of a school resource officer where you report to and all that stuff? So I report directly to the school Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and then we'll go to the police department to turn any kind of paperwork in. But my day starts at the school and my day ends at the school. But you work for the same police department that you've always worked for. It's not a it's just a unit. I'll elaborate because I was also in that same unit. Hey, it's <laughs> the same. It's 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 just a unit within the police department for our city. Yes. Some cities and schools and jurisdictions do have different departments, maybe just for the schools. But in 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 our city, it is uh, our police officers that patrol our schools. Correct. So in the counties bordering us north and south um, in Miami-Dade County and in West Palm Beach, they actually have a school board police mm-hmm. that is a, there's also sworn law enforcement but they are just their jurisdiction is school board the schools yeah. um in broward they don't have that but they have officers in the jurisdiction that the schools are that are assigned to those schools yes Hence, correct school resource officer yep yeah yeah broward county does have uh the the county government, not the sheriff's department, does have a uh, school board police department, but they're more of an internal investigations type for the schools, and uh, they do a little bit of assistance with enforcement in the schools, but at least in our city, it is just us, um, that kind of thing. So I will move on to my question. <laughs> so just to go back, you to Popo. I am. All right. All day, every day. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I don't know if this is maybe a uh, a burner account for you, Nick. Mm-hmm. This is Nick T, Nick period T, seven seven seven. Yeah, asks what motivated you to want to become an SRO and leave patrol. It's all about the kids. I uh, I love being around the kids. Mm-hmm. I was um, before I became an SRO, I was involved in our car seat program. Also involved in our police explorer program. And at the time, my daughter, who was born, that I left narcotics to go back to the road, she was coming up to kindergarten. And it was just going to be a good fit for the family. Not everybody wants to work Monday through Friday. Yeah. Some of these guys love the uh, four days on, three days on, three days off, however it works, you know, with road patrol. Yeah. But for me, it worked out good. And uh, it was something I was. I work five eights. Yeah. That's good. Shorter yeah. days. Yeah, you get. Yeah, you're done. You're done by three o'clock, and yeah. uh, and and you know, off you go. You got the rest of your day. I mean, you don't have like a full day off as much, but you know, you've got more to do. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll elaborate on the guy who may be nervous and thinks he's in an interrogation because the the red the hat <laughs> gives you it gives you opportunities to continue what we talked about before with your coaching. Absolutely, uh, put okay. you on that schedule, and and a, and a lot of school resource officers use that to uh, you know for family life and for for those those outside giving back to the community and stuff. So yeah. they're they're bigger into the community sometimes. He went into full 
deposition mode. Yeah. Like I was a defense attorney. <laughs> he, he is. Yes. He's like, hands are folded in yeah. his yeah. lap. He's a little no. Are you a school resource officer? I have no recollection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no independent recollection, sir. Yeah. I do not recall at this time. Yeah. I'll have to check my notes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we either get a defense uh, attorney. In that, just in case anybody <laughs> is new, those are the way that you answer deposition questions. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Miranda card and the how to answer deposition questions card. Oh, they're coming go. out soon. Yeah. Donutshoppodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. We'll have it on the other side of the mug that we have blank. <laughs> So uh, here's another one from useless zero three zero one. Okay. Okay. And don't, you're not useless. This is a great question. How? Oh, uh, to move. Sorry to go back to to sum up that last question. You got to understand. Ben loved kids. Definitely. Okay. So useless asked this question. How has COVID? Affected SRO from a daily day into work. So basically, has COVID impacted your daily duties as being a school resource officer? I cleaned it up a little bit. Yes. Um, we, at my school where I'm at, yeah. around 1,000 to 1,100 kids. And you know what that means for a carpool lane, if you've ever been. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Lots of parents. The drop off. Nobody does carpool anymore as far as, you know, three and four kids in a car like when we went to oh, school. Oh, true, yeah. You know, it seems like parent drives one kid to school, so yeah. thousand kids could mean for anywhere between six to eight hundred cars coming through that carpool lane. Oh, yeah. But so how many kids are so you have a thousand kids enrolled in the school? How many kids? You you what kind of school? What grade level are you? T- yeah. I am in an elementary school, there, kindergarten through fifth. There you go. All right. So all they're right. not they're not driving to school themselves. Okay, okay, okay. The student party. We probably should have said that in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, just to understand out there, elementary school. But Jay, you were a school resource officer. What, what grade level what, did you do? I, I did uh, elementary school for a while, and then I did high school. Okay. Sorry. But let me let me work because I'm going to taper in through that question. Yeah. Um, you said thousand kids. How many are currently coming due to COVID and stuff and so with, what, right, with what we're doing here? Right now, we have about a 250, maybe 260 kids that are physically in school Monday through Friday. Okay. So carpool lane, much simpler. Cake. Much simpler. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then the rest are all doing the virtual. They're doing the online. Stuff. Cool. Um, so how has that affected your duties? You're just like, carpooling, I got this. What about <laughs> else? What, anything else? Actually, the cafeteria, it's crazy. I mean, used to be, it used to be so loud in there yeah. and the kids were having a good time. Yeah. Now you walk in and it's like, it's depressing. Yeah, you it's walk like in a, and these kids are, because not only are they in there with their masks hanging down around their chins, yeah. but they're all sitting on these little X's on the, at the tables, yeah. six feet apart. Yeah. They can't really talk to their friends. Yeah. And that was their like get it out of their system time they're yeah. in the cafeteria you know teacher just taught me all this math and crazy stuff for the last four hours i need to get it get it off my chest yeah they can't really talk to anybody yeah you know and I, I feel bad for them i mean so you know you try to go in there and you know spice it up a little bit you know walk by fist bumps it's so. it's so funny and i try to explain this to people uh and they don't always understand what i'm saying 
but I go, especially the kindergartners and stuff, it, if you could harness, like, like Monsters, Inc., like harnessing the laugh or harnessing the screams, yeah. if you could harness the energy that exudes out of a kindergartner's body yeah. when they're in school, because they're in, they're in the classroom, they're doing their thing, but then they get into, and then all of a sudden the energy is just yeah. boiling oh, and yeah. bubbling out of their yeah. body, and they just need to do stuff. And it, <laughs> the little kids are all, because I don't have kids, so it's, it's, I, can, I see it yeah. here. And it's just so amazing to watch that. And I, a part of my job is to fill in for SROs um, when, when they need to leave. And I was covering for one of our, one of our coworkers at an elementary school and her daughter happens to attend. And so mom told me, Hey, go uh, say hi to her at twelve fifteen. And so I went in to see her and I kind of snuck up behind a <laughs> pillar and stuck my head around and I'm watching her. They're watching frozen too uh, while they're eating the same thing, six feet apart, yep. kind of very odd looking. And, and she sees me and she, you could just see it. She wanted to pop up and like run to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Got to yeah. sit example you know but i'm also saying that with a mask on yeah so you can't do some of the nonverbal like facial expressions so it's like no, no just stay i'm coming over and you know and i'm standing like six feet away from her and i'm like air high five like it, it just it, it stinks it yeah. stinks and as sros and and i know you've even got more stories about it yeah you know with just going around and opening milks and high-fiving kids and stuff like that it's a it's, it's a big deal I'll trade you my snack pack for the Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, all the t- what? Oh. The Twinkie. I want the Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, oh, my. The yeah. trades, man. The, trades. Uh, the, the fist bumps and the high fives are, you know, they're minimal compared to what it used to be. And, and it's hard because, you know, when you said something before, is it rewarding? And I said extremely rewarding. Yeah. And it is. And to not be able to do the fist bumps and the high fives with these kids, it's, it's hard. It's rough. Do you get kids that how long you been there now this is my 10th year at the elementary so school So 10 years from let's say you started and you got maybe a third grader and they went through do you get kids coming back to say what's up to you absolutely yeah. i actually just saw somebody at the uh, store the other day hey aren't you officer ben and i'm like yeah and i'm like looking at them. of course they're all grown up now yeah. and oh i had such and such when i was there in fifth grade yeah, I've, yeah. kids are in college now yeah when i first started you know when they were there shout out to officer bell uh, my school resource officer in middle school used to buy me Cokes for 50 cents, but I had to provide the 50 cents. <laughs> you had to provide the 50 cents. It, it, from the teacher's lounge, okay, because that's you a guys big didn't thing. have access. Yeah. We yeah. weren't allowed to get in there, so I would give him the 50 cents, and he would go in there and give me my Coke. Looking it up, man. Officer Bell. Nice. I wonder if Officer Bell knows who Nick Off Duty turned into. Probably in not. No. Oh. Probably not. Man. I'm the guy with the Cokes. <laughs> so, what. Big impact. I still remember my Huge. school resource officer. Here I am, just out of high school. <laughs> and I remember my school resource officer because you do have an impact. Awesome. Yeah. Let me. We didn't do. Uh, we didn't do this one. Thanks for being prepared, Justin. We just. It was Wait, so, was that my such, question? Such an exciting. No, no I, I did you, useless. You, you did. Yeah, you so did. So shout out to useless. So I'm going just underneath uh, useless. And so we will go with Robbie B3. Robbie. And this, I think, can kind of segue into what you may have brought with you. What is the most rewarding part about being an SRO? You touched on it a little bit in the last one. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the kids. I mean, you had asked earlier about why did I go from road patrol and SRO. And for me, it's all about the kids. I'm with these elementary kids in the morning. I go coach the high school kids in the afternoon. And then there's even days when I'm done coaching the high school kids in the afternoon, I go back to the police department 
and I do my police explorer meetings with the kids that nice. want to be police explorer. Uh, be and police those go officers. all the yeah. way up into college. Yeah. And they go all the way through to age 21 years old. Yeah, 21. So, but any, um, any 21 year old explorers? No, we have 20, we have we have a 20 year old. Two right now that are 20. Some agencies don't allow you to become a police officer until 21. Some 18, some right. 21. So at certain agencies, you might be in the Explorer program until 20, and you're going to go in to apply it next year, just to put it out there. Right, yeah. for All sure. Right. Yeah, definitely a, definitely a coming up but, program. Which essentially is like a ride-along and uh, you know, doing a lot of community service stuff, right, when you're that, when you're that much older, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. But does that question roll into your mug or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. So the the most rewarding, the most yep. rewarding. You so brought this a mug. Is actually, two stories. Go. I'm gonna go with the first one because this it. was my very first day as an SRO in the elementary school. I walk into the cafeteria and here's all these little kindergartners and you know I'm like a rock star in this cafeteria. These kids, hey Hell officer, yeah. you know, waving at you, yeah. want you know, open up your cheese sticks and uh, milk cartons and stuff. Yeah. So I walk over to buy this one class and this kid just sitting there bawling his eyes out crying and i'm like oh my gosh what's wrong with this kid yeah so i sit down next to him start talking what's wrong and he's like i miss my teacher and i'm like no your teacher's in the teacher cafeteria eating over there and yeah. you got to eat here so we start talking he tells me his name his name's sebastian i tell him my name and so calm him down he's all good his teacher comes back and you know hey you know i just want to let you know sebastian he had a really rough first lunch here and you know just, you know, keep an eye on the guy, you know. And yeah. she's like, hey, that was really cool, you know. So uh, at the end of the day, principal says, hey, can you go over to the kindergarten release? Because when these moms come to pick up their kids for the very first day, they, like, rush the door like a rock concert. You yeah. got you to gotta, you gotta get oh, there yeah. make sure these parents stay in line. So I'm standing there. You know, the first kid goes out. Hear a name, Sebastian. Kid walks out, goes up to his mom. She's got his arms. How was your day? Mm-hmm. It was great. Turns around, points at me. That's Officer Ben, and he's my new best friend. Nice. Oh my gosh. Chills. Went home with a lump in the throat. Yeah. Got home. Yeah. So guess what? My daughter's kindergarten. Yeah. Sit down, talking at the family dinner, and how was your day? Tell them all about Sebastian. And for the next five years, you know, always would talk about Sebastian. Nice. While my daughter was in that elementary school. So things like that. And then you know, I met my buddy uh, Officer Austin here. I got a mug. That I brought with me. There he goes. Austin was uh, in our school, and I have a autism uh, cluster in my school, mm-hmm. and uh, nonverbal, didn't speak very much, just little words here and there. But he would walk all the way around the whole part of the parking lot to come and see me to say goodbye. And his mom was just in awe because he didn't really talk to people, yeah, and especially men, only yeah. dad. And so he dressed up as an officer for the Halloween parade. Nice. And we got our picture taken, and they gave me a mug with Officer Austin and Officer Ben. Nice. That's so awesome, man. Very when you guys cool. ask and everybody wants to know, listen, in this elementary gig with the school resource officer, it's, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand the different avenues you could take as a police officer. Like, people think, ah, cops and robbers, cops and robbers. Like, man, right. you can make effects on people – like, you have the opportunity to go into these schools with the kids on that level and do that, you know, all the way from doing narcotics bust. Yeah. So the the realm is just, like, so far like, that you can go each way. And this way, I think every way is awesome as a, a police officer. You're able to do that. So No, it was it's good stuff. Like yeah, I man. said, total rock star when you walk in a cafeteria. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Were, you, were you, like, like 
Hey, flipping your gun around. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that. It was funny because I had somebody ask me one time, why are you opening up milk cartons and cheese sticks? And I thought about it. I said, well, my daughter's in kindergarten, yeah. and I would want that SRO to open up my daughter's milk carton. So why am I not going to do that for these kids? Yeah. So, you know, and it's been great. Like I said, 10 years later, still doing it. Yeah. Uh, put yourself into the most extreme scariest position somebody comes in to hurt those kids what are you gonna do like you're gonna like no way jose right game on game on right yep so you even so like you say your your daughter graduated kids grew up you know they're up but yet you still see them as like those are my kids i and i actually when our fifth graders do their little graduation ceremony Mm -hmm. i mentioned before i said i have two daughters at home yeah but I have 1,100 sons and daughters here at, at the school. Nice. And they love it. Nice. They love it. I mean, the parents, I've met some really great parents, great kids that come back and see you, and it is. it is. It's totally rewarding. It's awesome. Was that your question? Or that my? was mine. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll get the last question. Yeah. Last question. You know, I got the thing in my throat. I'm trying to hold back the thing in my throat. Try not to cry. Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> All right, so um, have had, I mean, now that we know which grade levels you work, I, you know, I, I'm assuming this is a no, but has he ever had to arrest or detain a student or, or teacher? No. Okay, there you go. Ooh. I had to think about the teacher thing because yeah. I did have to do a uh, pretty lengthy police report on a teacher that got out of line and uh, battered some uh, students. Wow. Simple battery. Hmm. And uh, But I didn't physically arrest her. I wrote a very lengthy report and, like, Officer Jay here mentioned earlier, uh, the Broward County School Board Police. Yeah. They actually came in and removed her from, because they did their own investigation on her. Is that more like uh, maybe like grabbing a student by the shirt or grabbing them by the arm and yanking them or something? Yeah, it was that with a little bit of a pushing and shoving that uh, was witnessed by about six to eight. And there's nothing like taking witness statements from eight and ten year olds and putting six to eight of them in a police report so it was lengthy yeah that's good i mean i i can kind of go into that because i can i can give a little more information on you, mine you're a student you were a school resource when i was officer. a school resource officer at I, high school at i was at a elementary school and a high school in yeah. elementary school uh one of the teachers just was kind of a problem for a long time like he had he had issues where a lot of parents weren't comfortable with kind of you know, working with the, oh, I didn't know. I'd speak loud enough. I yeah, but you were like this. Yeah. No, they, um, but my mouth comes around. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> so uh, I would get a lot of reports that weren't necessarily criminal in nature, yeah. but they were, um, again, where that, those school board uh, police detectives kind of come in. They look at, you know, policy and procedure from a school board perspective. So they had pulled him out a few times. Uh, and then this guy ended up at one point coming in and he threatened to, to hurt himself. But this was after the school was closed for the day. So there was no students in there and everything. Yeah. So I did I'd take him into custody for uh, a Baker Act, Baker like Act. a mental health evaluation to, to send him off to the hospital. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, not not excited about it, but in the high school, um, we would have fights. We would have drug transactions, that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I'd take, a, I'd take a lot of kids into custody when I was at the high school. Um, Which happens 
at almost every high school. Right, yeah. right. I, you know, the biggest thing is, is um, because in my opinion, the, the, the fights can move into... Escalate. Escalate, yeah. yeah, there you go. Escalate into worse things uh, yeah. where weapons come and all this kind of stuff. And they have a tendency to, when you're on a campus with 2,200 individuals, uh, they have a tendency to uh, sprout other discord and other problems yeah. amongst the students that are in the school. So you got to kind of nip it in the bud, like quick. Survived? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have survived. The interrogation. Interview and interrogation portion, 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 portion. What's in the cup? Guys, what's in my cup? Blackout Coffee Company. We joined up with them. I've been drinking it and I enjoy it. And I think you may enjoy it as well. So you can go over to our website and click the link, or you can just go to their website, blackoutcoffee.com, and use our coupon code to get 10% off. The code is DSP10. So go over, check it out. So congratulations. You survived the interview and interrogation. See the lights are back to blue now. I noticed that. Nice and cool. Bringing the temperature down. All right, because you were sweating a little bit on the... A little bit. Those questions, I know. So, uh, we were talking about school resource officers, you were mentioning that, and we really didn't get into the weeds because we were just, we were drifting along. Rocking and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we took the little side river and we're somewhere else. Let's get into that. Let's get into the weeds of, of school resource officer. Um, and I had a question for you because there's a, there's a movement right now to get rid of school resource officers that are in the schools. For some reason... Some parents somewhere don't want armed police officers in the schools. And you don't have to sell me. And I know you don't have to sell Justin because he was a school resource officer. Yeah. But what, do you, what say you? What say you to that? Why would they want to do that? Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah. So much like having a kid, you know, two, a couple of them now, um, and sending them to school, knowing that there's a school resource officer there, it's a peace of mind for me. Because I'm a police officer, and I'm like, man, I wish I could be with my, my son or my daughter. Not in school yet. Um, but she will be going probably to your school. Uh, figure it out. Yeah. And then, uh, so, I was like, man, I wish I could be there. But having that peace of mind that somebody's there, like, watching over my children. And I never really got into, like, I, I've said hi to the officer or whoever's there. But I haven't really gotten to know that officer. But hearing... Hopefully they have your same mentality that you have when you're like, those are my kids. You understand? Yes. Like, I, I hope that they have that same mentality. And it's just a peace of mind sending my kid off to school and being like, yeah, you know, there's somebody there that's over, over watching them, making sure that they're good. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what I'm there for. Yeah. And uh, I will never forget the day that Sandy Hook happened. Yes. I was, uh, we were doing that. Remember the holiday bazaar, holiday gift shop thing that you did when you were in school yeah. where you bought the little stuff and brought it home to mom and dad? The holiday the shop. Cheap, cheap tchotchkes. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I would get 20 bucks and bring home like uh, 25 gifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. So, hey, mom, can I have money to buy you yeah. your Christmas present? <laughs> yeah. I got you this gold bracelet yeah. for $1.50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing that holiday bazaar, and we were doing it outside. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got parents on campus that are there watching the kids and, you know, because we allowed the parents to come in to be a part of it, to help out. And all of a sudden Sandy Hook happens and these parents are all finding out about it. 
And when you have a mom come up to you and hug you crying, thanking you for being there, taking care of their kid and protecting their kid. I mean, how emotional is that? Yeah. And then, you, you know, for you to say you don't want an armed law enforcement, law enforcement officer to take care of your kid or watch your kid while you're at work. You know, I mean, there's people working all day long. Yeah, they're thinking about their kids, but they're not thinking about every waking minute of what their kid's doing. And if they're protected, now they have no worries because they know that a law enforcement officer is there. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big thing. And, and it might not be because you're at the elementary level, right? Yeah. But it might be more of a movement for, like, like we were talking on break, the high school, the high school level. And I could see that. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, elementary, these kids love police officers they want they all want to be police officers when you know the the halloween costumes it's either police officers or firefighters things like that yeah you know when they get to that middle school level the puberty's kicking in they're like well i don't want to deal with authority i don't want this guy telling me that i gotta you know not skip class and i gotta go back to class and then when it gets to high school level it's a totally different ball game yeah you know yeah it's a it's i mean it's just a great way to continue the communication uh you know between children and police officers letting them know that they're safe and stuff and that if they do have a problem they can go into an officer and that's what we always would preach to them especially when they were in the elementary school um working that way you know and then into high school you know with with mentorship and 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 kind of helping to guide them and and if they're confused or if they're you know worried about you know what they're going to do uh after school and stuff like that they would come in my office and i'd talk to them about that kind of stuff even though there was school counselors there yeah and you might have you might have bullies in elementary school right but then you might have bullies in high school that it's like robberies that are going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like actual, actual crimes. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's adult crimes being committed by uh, uh, children. Juvenile. Yeah, yeah, juveniles. Yeah, yeah they're still a juvenile under 18. Yeah. So, but there's adult crimes. I mean, why not have an officer in there at the disposal of the students? You know, if I, I might not want to call 911 as a kid, but I'll see my school resource officer and let them know what's going on or say, I might not want to call 911 if I know there's going to be a fight where there might be a gun involved right. after school at the fighting tree or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I'll go see an Officer administrator Ben. administrator or yeah. the officer, and then the administrator usually comes and gets the officer, and then they start working on that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that line that you know, might not be used all the time, but it's there for them to use it. And when you take the school resource officer out, you know, they might not want to reach out right oh i agree yeah. i'm i mean I'm, you're on the you're on the elementary school level but I, i'm sure you get you know still your little tips here and there no oh most definitely yeah. i mean we uh these these kids i don't want to say they're tattletales but you yeah. know they they know stuff that's going on you know in even you're talking about you know robberies but we've had you know stolen phones at the elementary level and yeah. you know hey johnny's got it it's in his backpack you know, yeah. I mean, and that's a, then the, you go up. You know, you go up with administration. Hey, Johnny, what's in your backpack? Yeah, nothing. Oh, really? Uh, you know, an administration looks in the backpack. There's the iPhone. That's you know. nuts because yeah. iPhones are like a grand. Uh, you know, at yeah. the, the small level, you know, a grand or whatever. So you got little kids <laughs> basically taking something that's worth a grand. Yeah, a felony. My, a felony imagine your day when we went to school. Yeah, you had anything that cost a grand on you? Uh, uh no, no. 
No. Maybe some pencils that he stole from I had you. an empty beeper case because <laughs> oh. pagers were big yeah. <laughs> when we were in elementary Somebody school. Somebody stole your beeper? We didn't have, I didn't have a pager in elementary school, but the guy, I never got one. Yeah. But the kids would wear pager cases yeah. inside their oh. pocket. You know, so that was the look cool. Out. That was big time. I had a cool. beeper and a pager. I was really, like, really, really cool. <laughs> I had a beeper. My first one What's a beeper? Super, for seg- super segue. <laughs> for some people that don't, have, uh, that don't know what beepers are, what's a beeper? It was a, it was a device that you called from a phone, yeah. and it would make a beeping noise, and then you could type in a number code, usually your phone number, so that way that a person knew to go find a phone, because yeah. it's not a cell phone, <laughs> go find a phone and call that number, which... Ben or somebody was on the other end waiting for that phone call. Yeah. My first one was Mountain Dew. Mountain <laughs> Dew had to cut the code out and you get a Mountain Dew pager and it had like a Mountain Dew sticker on it, but it was a legit Motorola pager, uh, Motorola Renegade. And uh, it was, it had like one year of service with like cutting out all the little proofs of purchase. <laughs> oh my God. The, the beep, 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 beep. That was the, right? That was the, yeah. pa- beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. And then if you got the pager, Ooh, you can change the ringtone. Yeah. So, yeah, I had that. Oh, they, nerds. Good luck finding one of those pay phones today to make that phone call on. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all still uh, yeah, old school. But people are like, uh, some people might be memory lane. Some people that are listening, aspiring to be police officers, like, what are they, what are they talking about? Um, but it, was, it, might, it was the first way of text messaging. Yeah, on the pagers. Or you can uh, 143, I love you. Oh, the beeper three, codes. 321, oh, I miss you. 07734, hello. Hello. Beeper <laughs> codes uh, were the best because I had a <laughs> – so, like, in high school, you can't call your – you couldn't call your girlfriend her house because dad might pick up and be yeah. like, it's after 9 o'clock. Why are you calling my daughter or whatever? <laughs> so she would, she would page me to call her. And then she would call movie phone. Another thing that doesn't yeah. really exist anymore, yeah. <laughs> uh, because and for those that are listening, movie phone was basically a listing of all the movie times uh, read off by a person with a really special voice. And so she'd just sit there on hold, and she had caller waiting. So it would beep beep, and she'd change la- change lines. So the house phone would never ring. Wow! And then we could sit there and talk on the phone. <laughs> they, <right? laughs> they must have hated you. The parents must have hated I was you. An excellent boyfriend. I was an excellent person. Yeah. So, well, so that was the secret squirrel stuff right there. Right. <laughs> you went through a lot, sneaky, man. Sneaky stuff, man. I should have been in the narcotics unit. I know all about that. Right. Sneaky, sneaky undercover. How about uh, eight zero zero eight five? Eight zero zero eight five. Tell us. Type tell it. Us, in, type it, it in your calculator. Put in the comments what eight zero zero. Oh, you can't see. Your oh, I can try. Eight zero zero eight five. Yeah. Put it in your calculator at home. Where is this episode so, going? No. So, so uh, school resource officers are needed inside the schools. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree with you, sir. Yeah, man. I mean, you had a you had a hiccup with um, the situation in Parkland. Hiccup. I, I would call it more than a hiccup. Uh, before, so to put it in perspective, before. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas situation happened. Uh, Parkland, which which uh, city the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas is located in, is called Parkland, and that is the well was the safest city in the state of Florida at one point. And that happened. Yeah, crime rates. Yes. And stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. With crime rates and everything that happened, obviously you went to shit. But there's 
like, how do you justify saying, you know what, I don't want a school resource officer? Now, mind you, that situation is different uh, in, in itself because of whatever. And it's not a bashing podcast. We're not going to bash what happened. But uh, it failed to do their job, the officer on scene. But given that, like, how, as a parent, how the hell can you say, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want my, my kid, my high school student going to school where there's an armed police officer? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No. So you yeah. got to be out of your mind. As a, as, an, as a parent myself, hell no. You know, I want two there if you can <laughs> afford it. Give, yeah. me, give me two there. And then, uh, you know, to, to, to go off of that is, is school resource officers we were talking about know the lay of the land, yes? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. You know and that school inside and out. Like Officer Jay mentioned earlier, that's, that's your beat. That's your zone. Yeah. You know it. You know who, who's supposed to be there, who's not supposed to be there. I mean, I know my parents. I know what cars they drive. And it's even funny. Sometimes when they get a new car and I'm like, oh, a new ride. Yeah. How do you know? Because I knew what car you had before that. Yeah. So. So, but then imagine I'm that, that I get my way and I don't want you in that school anymore. You get pulled out. Now, how many times, go back to before you guys were school resources, how many times did you patrol and go inside of a school? And it's not because you, didn't, you had no interest. It's because you're out there handling calls for service. Only when you were called into the school. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and then, so imagine responding to some critical incident in there where you got to go to hallway C, classroom 305. Mm-hmm. You're like, where the hell is that? So yeah. an advantage of having school resource officers in the school. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's one of the things that I used to do when I was in there is I would call, especially when there was a, a training officer uh, in the surrounding zones that had a trainee, say, come on in, let's just walk to school, uh, take a little tour, give me a little time of, of being with a peer instead of, uh, you know, school faculty and students yeah. and, and do some police talk because you don't always get to talk to to cops yeah uh and let's just walk to school and kind of give you guys a lay of the land and stuff because i knew that i'd never seen that kind of thing when mm-hmm. i was working the zones um and never really thought to take advantage of that opportunity of this is that person that's inside the school so um you know for those officers that are out there if you've never been in the school that's in your zone or even the, the neighboring zones you know go go call that guy or girl and and say, hey, let's go walk around or whatever. Or, hey, you need me to go run and get you some coffee or something like that? Because that's another one of those things that post uh, Stoneman Douglas, at least in, in our city, and I'm sure in many others, um, the school resource officers are really nailed down tight to those schools. There's no, you know, hey, I'm going to run to 7-Eleven real quick and get a coffee. Or I'm going to run to Starbucks, get a coffee. Or I'm going to go grab lunch real quick and come back. Yeah. Or go pick up, a, you know, a, a letter that I got in my mailbox back at the PD. All that stuff's done after hours or after the bell rings at the end of the day uh so you know get to get to know that that officer especially if they're of the same uh jurisdiction yeah you know and and uh and and we work in fairly populated uh, i can say where i work is very populated but fairly populated areas where there's not only one school in your jurisdiction and you might have some other people that are listening that are applying for other agencies where there's only one school yeah and their jurisdiction so it might behoove them to go, you like that word, mm-hmm. to go and uh, take a tour of the school and walk around. And I know where I work, there's hundreds of schools. So it's just, uh, it's good. Uh, we have trainings where they actually go to a school on a summer vacation or something, and then we'll train in there. Yeah. And uh, as a school resource officer, you were saying uh, that you guys actually do trainings in there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We train uh, in the summertime. 
uh, teacher work days. You know, yeah. when the teachers are back at school and they're uh, finishing up those final grades for the end of semester or whatever they're doing, yeah. we might be doing a range day. We might be doing a defensive tactics day, things like that. So we, you know, do active shooter training. And so it's it's a uh, it's a lot of lot of training involved around it. It's not just uh, sign up for the school thing and then go. Uh, wave parents through the parking line. Right, yeah. You know? Is there any training for that? Yeah. Uh, you can only drop them off there. Do you get people dropping them off in Ooh. the grass and stuff? All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, guilty, by the way. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> guilty. And it, is, it has to be a car. It doesn't have to be stopped. It could be slow rolling. I'm like, get out. <laughs> go, go. Seen, roll. They learn seen how to that roll. a few times. Yeah, they know how to roll. All right, we're, we're rolling. There's a big truck in front of us. Go. This is a nice soft patch of grass. Yeah, in high school, by the way. This is not my uh, elementary <laughs> school. Okay. They're already good. So, with that being said, how about some uh, mugs that are on the table that are alien mugs? Where that? Where those? Where that mug come <laughs> from? Violation doesn't belong. It, I, it, it's black and it has some white writing. But but what is that mug about, man? Oh, that would be doing. a dad life mug, sir. That's right, dad life. Dad Life, and that is just so happens to be also your YouTube channel name. That is my YouTube channel name. Which we're going to run right above your head right now. Where is it going to be? It's going to be right up there. Or, or right up there. <laughs> or right up there. <laughs> it's going to be above your head somewhere. It's going to be above my head, yes. So you got a, a channel about Dad Life. Yes, I do. What gives? What's about? What's about? So like we were talking about earlier, what do uh, SROs do in the summer? Yeah. Well, this SRO takes some vacation time. Mm -hmm. I I usually save up my time. I try not to take any time during the school year. They don't really want us taking time off during the school year. Again, we're married to that school. We own that school. So they want you to be there. And I try to save my time and I use it during the summer. And uh, so in the summer, I'm taking off four or five weeks. And uh, what do you do in the summer? You spend time with your family because I miss out some of those things with my daughters and my wife during the uh, school year. So uh, pandemic comes in, I'm cooking, trying to figure out things that they uh, like and don't like. And I got the old dad, cook something different. We're tired of chicken and steak and hamburgers. So is there anything else, by the way? Pizza. pizza. Oh, pizza. 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 (laughs) So I I went on YouTube. Yeah. And I uh, found a channel. For a guy making uh, Philly cheesesteaks, his name was uh, Mr. Homeowner. That was a channel name. Uh-huh. And watch this guy make Philly cheesesteaks on his uh, Blackstone griddle. That's what I have, by the way, is a Blackstone griddle. Not a regular grill. It's like a flat top that you can cook on. Yeah. Nothing falls through. And uh, so I send my uh, daughter to the grocery store to get all these uh, ingredients, and I make uh, Philly cheesesteaks. How would you do that? Where did you come up with that idea? So I told them I found it on uh, YouTube. And YouTube's great, by the way. It is. It's you awesome. Anything. So my youngest daughter is like, Dad, we are so doing this. I took a TV class in high school, and we are going to make a YouTube channel for you, and we're going to video you making stuff on the Blackstone Gretel. Yeah. And that's how we did it. So His daughter, Savannah, shoots all of the videos on her camera and edits all of it. Nice. Yes. Uh, I feel her pain. Shout out. Yeah. Because that is not an easy thing to do is editing. It's time consuming. Uh, she's awesome with it. What? So before we get into what is what is a griddle? griddle? A griddle. It yeah. is. A, I know what it is. It's a flat top cook. Mm-hmm. Very similar to like those uh, ones when you go to the hibachi restaurants and they yes. cook in front of you. Mm-hmm. So there's four uh, burners underneath and it burns the uh, cold rolled steel and... Makes it nice and hot, and I cook on there. Nothing falls through. 
no rice, no eggs, no tater tots, nothing all right there. And uh, it's, a, it's like a form of a barbecue grill, but it's, in the for- it's a griddle. Yeah, the, it's a hibachi to be known. Yeah, like, and, uh, yeah, like hibachi. Yeah. Or if you're out at night and you're at the club and, they, <laughs> and they're making the club. Those, they're Polish make, sausages. Polish sausages or the, the Philly cheesesteaks that go in, in yeah. a hot dog bun that costs $35 <laughs> for that in a bottle of water. A $6 <laughs> bottle of water. Delicious, <laughs> by the way, the, the most delicious <laughs> cheesesteak you'll ever eat in your life. 2,000 calories right there. <laughs> Bang, done. 2,000 calories and $38 later, <laughs> you're like, let me get another one. And they put the nacho cheese. They don't even have real cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nacho yeah. cheese it's all It's all over. dripping off the side of the sandwich. It's delicious. If you ate it sober, you would probably take one bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That or the big uh, pizza slices that they have. Oh, the, yeah. The big greasy pizza slices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, also $35 for a slice. <laughs> right? You eat that, you're like, it's delicious. Then you eat it, like, if you go on a regular day when you're not uh, uh, partaking in the club activities. Uh, is that good enough to clean it up? Oh, just sorry. I'm just reminiscing about being able to go out at night and, and be in a crowded area. Oh, without wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. Po- yeah so, pre-COVID. So that's, that's what a griddle is. So that's a griddle. But you, you clean your griddle after you make it. Not like these other guys. No, I do. All kinds of... But that's the flavor, man. That's the, mm, this tastes like Polish hot dog. Mm. <laughs> it puts all kind of oil on it, though. Yeah, yeah oh, well, you, you got to put some uh, oil down, you know, keep things from burning on it. So I use canola oil. So okay. it's, you know, or good. an entire stick of butter. Or an entire stick of butter. But that was some good filet mignon. My, my wife had one of his filet mignons. He puts like half a stick of butter and then just throws the six-ounce filet on top of it. Searing and, it, baby. And it's like, whoa. She it was, was like, that's like the best filet I've ever had. I it was good. It was a half a stick of butter. And she goes, oh. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so this is the portion of the podcast where you can bring out some food you made. So we're uh, waiting. Surprise. Where are we looking? Um, where, which way is it coming from? The, uh, the the food that you made, of course, that Justin told you to bring. The uh, the griddle food. I don't know if that text came through on my phone. <laughs> iPhone. That will that will be episode number two when uh, I come back, right. sir. We are. Well, you didn't invite yourself on the break. We invited you back just to let her know. <laughs> well, he invited himself. No, you're coming back. <laughs> you're coming back, and we're gonna set the mics up on your hot griddle. That's uh, well, right, and we'll be talking on the hot griddle like hibachi. We That's might have, we might have to bring the uh, donut shop podcast to Ooh. dad life. Ooh, can we sit at like the thing and you? And you flip and it. And I'll do the volcano with the little flames coming out for oh, you. Oh, yeah, you we do totally, We totally could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to do that. Just let's not melt the mics and we'll be yeah. good to go. <laughs> I'm down to do that. So you, uh, on your channel, is not only uh, grill because it's dad life. It's not grill dad life. It is. It's dad life. So, so you do other things? We do. Uh, we have some horses and chickens at the uh, house. And so we uh, incorporate everything into it, you know, fixing little things. I uh, have a kegerator. Mm. So What's that? Cold beer on tap at all times. Oh, sounds delicious. It is very good. All right, well, this is a portion for cake. This is a portion of the podcast that uh, you bring out some beer from the yes. kegerator. So, Justin, where uh, some Kona? He's big on Kona. You, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the kegerator's on wheels, but I couldn't tow it behind the car to get here. Uh, oh, it's big. It is it's uh, big. Okay, it's kind of like a size of a refrigerator, small like refrigerator, like yeah. that. All right, there you go. Yes, oh, with okay. a beer so, tap in it. We uh, did a video on uh, changing out a keg, cleaning out the uh, beer lines, and uh, it was funny because the videographer, editor, that girl Savannah that we talk about, yes, she drove me, because she's got her f- license now, so she drove me to go get the new keg, so I turned the camera around on her and says, 
hey, everybody, there's Savannah taking me to go get a new keg of beer. Yeah. So, Did uh, like a little vlog. Could you ever imagine yeah. the day that your daughter would be driving to take you to get a keg of the beer? No, <laughs> no, no. That's one of the reasons why we call it dad life, because yeah. I incorporate the family in a lot of my videos and yeah. the things that we do. So we're that's having a good crazy. time with it. And then, uh, and not to, not to go back to the SRO, because we're on dad life, but like, being around kids, do you know, notice how out of style you are now? Because I've, I got some teenagers, and they're like, well, don't even do that. Oh, my God, you're so lame. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Uh, how, does, how, does, how do I become out of date? I thought I was hip all the way through. They should be proud to have a Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yes. Yeah, no, definitely. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't do any of that Zelle stuff or the Cash App. or My daughter's like, Dad, you don't do Zelle? Yeah. Really? You still carry, like, loose change in your pocket? <laughs> I have a money clip with cash in my pocket. There you go. I do. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> there you go, man. I don't, I don't know I don't know if we're allowed to get old. At least when I, when I used to listen to music, I don't know how I can listen to that as an old person. Like, I used to like Bone Thugs in Harmony. And one of their songs is like, Mo Murder, Mo Murder. So I don't remember, <laughs> like, driving on old, like, Mo Murder. <laughs> like, and I had a, how are your kids going to notice you? Like, that's cool until, you know, I'm like, whatever. Long story short. Turn that on on the way home tonight. Yeah. Yeah, because now, like, my parents are like, well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how deep is your love? How deep is your love? How deep is your love? I really need to know. Gibbs? No? Any Gibbs? No? Yeah, I don't All right. Know. I lost this. This, this yeah. episode uh, might get on demonetized. Yeah, that yeah. was so perfect. You're like, yeah. It sounds like we're using actual Bee Gees. You're like, yeah. hey, Google, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, going back, I just thought that it was cool because, you know, your, your daughter's driving you, and who the hell would have thought one day that your little girl is going to be driving you to get a beer, uh, to go get a keg, uh, and then, like, the whole plan, uh, your SRO, and dealing with kids and just noticing how not cool. The little, at least I thought it was cool. The little cool girl anymore. that used to ask about Sebastian when she was in kindergarten. Yeah. The guy that I met my first day there. And now she's driving me to go get a new keg of beer. Crazy. Oh, it's man. crazy, man. <laughs> so so uh, I also noticed, because I perused Dad Life, a tour, of almost like the Epcot... Uh, uh, wo- uh, food, food and, and I said food and fine festival. <laughs> food, food and fine yes. festival. <laughs> food and wine yeah. around the pool. Yeah. So that idea came up from my older daughter, who's kind of like a little Disney uh, guru. She loves going there and going to food and wine. Somebody else I know yeah. that goes there quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, came up I'll with the up idea and uh, asked Officer Jay and his lovely bride to join us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we cooked for. Food and wine around the around the pool, but yeah. we did eight different countries. Ah. So we started off in uh, Mexico, and I made up some nice fajitas, and we all ate that. And then we moved to the next country, next country, and uh, so it was just something different. We put it out there, and my daughter's idea was, hey, if we can't go to Epcot and do food and wine, yeah. let's bring Epcot to us and do food and wine around the pool, and we did it. Awesome. Let's do uh, food and wine around the podcast table every break. There you go. A different dish. Yeah. And we'll get the, uh, the drunk fillies. We should dub it. This is called the Drunk Philly. And you, just drunk get, Philly. you just pour a little bit of beer on drunk top. Drunk Philly, you get the, the hot dog buns, you put them out. <laughs> well, when you guys move the studio to Dad Life, uh-huh. I'll cook on the Blackstone Griddle. On location. On lo- there you go, on location, while you guys are doing your bro- uh, podcast. I like it. Let's do it. Well, yeah. uh, do you want to touch on anything before we go? Because I know when you get a new YouTube channel, 
you uh, you were telling me on break that you told all your friends to go and subscribe and do me that favor. Why don't you tell our friends? Huh? Look look over here. Hey, Donut Shop podcast people, subscribe to Dad Life. It's up yeah. there, up there, yeah, or up there, yeah, somewhere there up there. That's a veteran move. Subscribe right to my channel. Help me out. I appreciate it. That's the veteran move because <laughs> I used to do this and this, and now I just go like this. Yeah, there you go. And it hits one, one way or another. It hits <laughs> so you're gonna make it. one in the one of the corners because you sit there too long thinking, is it in this corner? Because everything's like a mirror. You, you know? never know with this guy when he does the editing where it's gonna be too. Yeah, <laughs> the camera's gonna be on Nick the whole time you're talking. <laughs> with that being said, my friend, thank you for coming. It was uh, great meeting you for the first time ever in person. Yes. And we invite you to come back. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Another episode. In the books. In the books. Calling all units. Calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.